0: Hello and welcome to Inside the Studio. My name's Pete Heslop. And I'm Dan Jones. And we are Steadfast Collective. This is episode one of season three of Inside the Studio, and we are lifting the lid on what it's like to run a digital product studio and bringing you tips and tricks on how to run your business in a digital way. So Dan, what sort of things are we covering this season?
1: So in this season, we're gonna start by talking about how we can use tools to help manage your business uh, in a sort of post-Covid or currently COVID world. Um, So we're going to be talking about what we've used for working remotely Mm -hmm. um, and what we uh, use within our agency to to help make life better for um, both the people who are managing and also for the people who are working day to day. Um, So we're going to start by talking about Slack.
0: Yeah. So let's give a little bit of context. So we if you were to go back a year ago, we were a team who were all based in one location. Mm-hmm. Um, and since COVID, um, for many reasons, we are now a scattered team. We still have an office here near Southampton, but we have um, somebody who works for us in Falmouth, somebody in Lyon, somebody in Glasgow, and then we have the rest of us are in Southampton. So we're kind of half scattered, half not scattered. So we're still fairly used to uh, kind of getting used to this kind of remote working thing, but being from a slightly more digital space, maybe we're more used to it than your you know, other people who are very much being an office job forever.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, so that's where we wanna bring this experience in. So we're gonna start with Slack. For sure. So we use Slack day to day as our
1: sort of platform of choice for sort of managing and acting as a hub for the business. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Slack is a, uh, sort of a messaging tool where you can sort of private message um, with members of the team and also chat within uh, what's called channels on Slack, which are like named route, like named areas yeah. where multiple people can chat together about a topic. Yeah,
0: think um, Facebook Messenger, but for work. Yeah. Or MSN for work, that's the way I like to describe it. If yeah. you're old enough to remember what MSN was. That's a good way to describing it. MSN for work. <laughs> um,
1: and we use it as our hub, as I said. Um, and basically we, we use it for talking about projects day to day chatting about how um, we're currently getting on with progress um, what needs to be done just generally checking in yeah um, and we also do some really helpful things where we have uh, tools that post into our slack mm. for us so if our servers go down we get messages in there um, when we push up code to a site we get messages to tell us that it went successfully um, and we also get some stuff around like Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, even our MailChimp as well.
0: So let's abstract this out. So obviously we're a digital company, lots of people watching this won't be just a digital company. So a good example of people who could use Slack, which is maybe slightly more out of the box, might be you run a shop, you have employees, you have to manage both your kind of bricks and mortar store and say your Shopify store. Having a central place where all your staff can kind of log in and could see maybe the e-commerce orders, could have different places to chat about different things, maybe upcoming stock, upcoming inventory, problems around the shop, maybe there's bits of DIY that need doing. Rather than kind of having scattered emails everywhere, you could almost have all your team congregate in one place. Even if it's not in real time, it could be over the matter of a week. Having it all come to one place is a great way of thinking of potentially offline business still using this kind of digital product. Yeah, definitely. And it's really nice where
1: you get sort of real time feedback on stuff like orders and stuff coming Mm. in. Um, and you can have that interaction
0: with the team where you can be like, okay, great, what do I need to do now, yeah. That's come in, okay. Or, or celebrate the small milestones, you know, that was our temp forwarder today, you know, put in a little smiley face, that kind of stuff. So Exactly, yeah. Nice, so that, that's Slack, we use that day to day, all day, every day, yeah. um, and we just wanna say right now that if you are using WhatsApp to run your business, please, please stop. <laughs> please pick up something like Slack, Microsoft Teams, something along those lines, because in our opinion and in our experience, using something like iMessage or WhatsApp to run your business with your team members is just really negative towards their mental health. They can't turn it off. You know, if, if, if your pictures of your kids and your family are being mixed in with work reports and stuff, that's no fun for anybody. But also, it just gives great segmentation for when someone goes home, they can choose whether they want to open Slack or not, where iMessage is probably where, you know, dinner requests are coming through, that kind of stuff. So uh, in our opinion, you should always have those things segmented. Definitely, and the really nice thing with Slack is because it's sort of a separate application,
1: you can turn off those notifications um, within like after five o'clock, for example, if you don't just want to have any business yeah. stuff going on in your like personal time, and it just means that you can turn off from work and, and not have that in your life all the time. So, so yeah, definitely
0: important. consider switching. Yeah. So what are we talking about next b discord so we use discord in quite an unconventional method so discord um is primarily for gamers and communities to come together and talk real time similar to um slack but it's slightly more focused on open communities and video and kind of live chat um, live kind of audio chat yeah we use it because we found when we all went Remote, like on day one of of the COVID kind of lockdowns, that we needed a quick way we could instantly all jump into one space um, in a slightly more casual way rather than just like, I'm going to ring you all. Um, And Zoom was kind of doing half the job, but ultimately we didn't, it wasn't quite fulfilling the need. And the beauty of having a Discord voice channel means you can literally just pop in something like Slack and be like, when you're ready, let's meet in Discords and people can kind of come and go as they like. And essentially, it's an open telephone line between everybody there. Yeah, I think it's really important that
1: we have both because Slack feels sort of really business focused. Mm. And yeah, you can have like private messages and stuff on there. Um, but it feels really like more focused on the day to day and getting stuff done. Whereas Discord, we treat very differently and we use it very much as like, almost like a water cooler Mm. um, where you can sort of congregate together and you don't even have to really be like talking about anything in particular but you can just jump in a voice channel with people and if you're working remotely it's nice just to be able to spend sort of time almost just in the atmosphere of having other people around Yeah. where you don't really get that if you're just sat sat at your desk with just slack open Exactly. Um, and I think that was one of the missing things I think for us when we went into lockdown that Mm -hmm. really helped sort of just make it
0: feel more connected back to yeah. the company again. It's also exhausting trying to work out whether you're going to call that person in um, using your telephone or using Zoom or using Google Hangouts, or, and it's just exhausting. So yeah. we just picked one, and we're like, we do all of our internal kind of in per, you know, like video yeah. and chat through that.
1: Um, also, like the the Discord uh, like audio calls are really quite good. Like they don't make your computer lag or anything mm. as well. Whereas I found with Slack it was really heavy. It's quite heavy, yeah. Um, so that's another nice plus side of it as well for
0: jumping in and out. So talking of heavy and light tools, <laughs> we use Trello. So why don't you run us through how we use Trello? Yeah, so Trello we use primarily for
1: project management. Um, and we use it as um, our sort of tool to give an overview of um, where our project is currently at. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like a bird's eye view of, of where the project is at. Um, for those of you who don't know, Trello is basically like a, a website where you get um, like lists, and then you can write like little cards, and you can basically move those cards across from mm-hmm. list to list, um, which is really powerful. So, for example, you could have something like a to-do, doing, done list, yeah, um, which is basically what most of our lists are, yeah, um, and we organise our projects around that. So we'll have um, like client-facing boards mm-hmm. where the client can come in, they can add issues and we can like move them across, check them and um, so they can see exactly what's going on. And we've also got like private lists where we've got for the business. We can see exactly what
0: projects are on at the moment. We can see where they're at and we can move them across as we go. So the nice thing about Trello and the reason we're bringing it up here is that if you are currently still using notebooks and post-it notes for your project management, um, or just kind of any organization, Trello is a great place to start because it can be so lightweight. You can go into real big detail and with loads of power-ups and make hundreds of lists, or you can literally just do the basics, to do, doing, done. Yeah. And that's why Trello is our recommendation for a project management app, if, especially if you aren't using anything at the moment. If you're also a person who has post-it notes around their monitor, then Trello is, is a great next step. Yeah, I think it's it's a
1: really easy tool to jump in and get going with, and I think it can make a huge amount of difference to- Very quickly. Very quickly, yeah. And yeah. um, I think that's sort of the magic of it. And mm-hmm. it also plugs in really nicely with stuff like Slack, so you can get notifications when you move yep. stuff across. Um, so all of these things sort of come together quite nicely. Nice. And our fourth one is a bit of a curveball. Walk us through it. Yeah, so the fourth one is um, a little application called Tuple, um, which is really focused around developers primarily. Um, but what it is, is it's a uh, like a screen sharing voice call um, application where you can have a call with like three or four people, mm-hmm. um, although you usually do it in like two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is, is one person will share their screen um, and then the others can sort of view it, they can annotate on it and draw, but more importantly, they can take over the computer mm-hmm. um, and they can start typing and use the mouse, mm-hmm. which when you're trying to collaborate on a project, mm-hmm. Is invaluable. It gives you that um, instant feedback of being able to be like,
0: oh, okay, I'm just going to jump in and like, like someone standing over your shoulder. Exactly. So if you're pair programming or working on a presentation together, exactly. And the reason we picked this one up, um, and we're not just kind of forcing our way through using something like Zoom or or any other available tools. This one is hyper focused. It does its one job very well. Mm. The refresh rate is is great. We don't have any issues with lag or latency or anything kind of it's very reliable yeah and for us spending that small amount of money for a very hyper-focused thing which if it wasn't doing its job properly would be incredibly frustrating yeah because when you're trying to move someone's mouse, if there was a lag you know you just give up yeah and it's kind of taking that friction away from what is already can be quite a time-consuming kind of time together, so we're trying to get through as quick as we can. Yeah, I think it works so well because it's so smooth. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's it's almost like looking directly at someone's screen and just using their mouse and keyboard. It feels instant. Yeah, The quality is really, really good, yeah. and it's reliable. Nice. Um, and I think that's what makes it so great.
0: Nice. So what we'll do is in the video description, we'll, we'll pop all the links down to these things. Yep. But ultimately, we've got Slack for kind of your internal communications. We're using Discord for live chat and kind of having voice channels so we can talk more freely. Um, we're using Trello for our project management and it's a great place to get started. And then we're using Tuple for kind of pair programming and that real intensive um, pairing of projects
1: yeah exactly that Any anytime you need to collaborate and work on something together mm-hmm. um, and it could be that you're working on even something like a PowerPoint or even like a Word document or yeah. something you can both jump in and start typing and it's it's great for that as well
0: nice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio. Um, it's great to be back for season three. We really hope you did enjoy it. Um, and we're gonna be back next Tuesday with another episode. Um, in the meantime, if you have any tools uh, you think that we should check out, um, then do let us know them, reach out. You can reach out via Twitter, steadfast underscore UK. And you can subscribe in the normal places, um, whether you get your normal podcasts or on YouTube. Yeah, fab. Excellent. We'll see you next week. See you soon. Cheers.